Hello everyone, this is Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project, and today I would like to talk with you about what is health during a lifetime. And so what I would basically prioritize um, for people at different periods of life. And I and I just basically broke it down into three general categories of, of childhood through adolescence, and then the second would be 20 to 50 years old, and the third would be 50 plus. And of course, all body systems, whether it be the nervous system, skeletal, muscular, immune, endocrine system, all of these are important at every stage of life. So I just want to make that very clear up front. However, I do think that there are certain uh, times or seasons um, in our lives where others may become more of a priority. And so when it, when it comes to children and adolescents, I feel that what would become or what, what should be the priority in their health would be their immune systems, their nervous system, and their endocrine system, which is the hormones. Now, I, I believe this because for children, as far as immunity goes, they're being exposed to the world from the womb, right? And this is at their very beginning. And so immediately they're bombarded with a plethora of bacteria and viruses and all sorts of things that are going to attack them. And the the beautiful thing is that you know, God provided every single child with what's called a thymus gland. And the thymus gland actually sits behind the sternum and it helps produce um, the lympho- lymphocytes of uh, T-cells. So this these will help to fight off infections and, and um, viruses and such. So, however, the thing is that the thymus gland basically shrinks... Uh, I think it's about age five, and then it really doesn't produce much after that. And so that's why it's extremely important from zero to five years old to be exposed to as much within reason, you know, as, as much as you can expose a child to so that they can, that thymus gland can produce as many T cells as it possibly can. Um, and, and that's going to, you know, those those T-cells, I think the nickname for it is like, uh, I think the, like the, there's a phrase that goes with it and it says like, T-cells stand the test of time. And so what that means is that these T-cells are going to be remembering, basically. They're, they're the memory cells of your um, immune system. So they're going to stick with you for the rest of your life. And that's why I think it's, in, it's in so important to have such a strong immune system at the very beginning of your life because you're going to be setting, you know, setting yourself up or setting up your child for really good immunity later on and for the rest of their life. Now, uh, the nervous system, I think we can all agree it's really important to have um, your children be stimulated correctly. Um, you know, not TV, but stimulated with education and learning and playing and problem solving. And these are all nervous system things. Um, but, you know, same thing with when it, go, when it comes to playing. 
to feeling where their body is in space. And that's why it's it's a wonderful thing to have your child on the ground and rolling around. And even when it's at the grocery store and you're telling them to get off the ground because it's disgusting. But nonetheless, it's like it's really important for them to feel inside their body and to be aware of where their body is in space. And again, that sets up a really, really good foundation for children later in life because I have a lot of clients that I ask them to, you know, move their shoulder and they're moving their neck and they're moving their thoracic spine and, you know, maybe like their left ankle is also moving at the same time and they just have no idea where their body is in space, you know, and that's all, that's all nervous system feedback. And so that's so important for for kids to to be able to develop their nervous system as much as they possibly can. And again, you know, that zero to five years old is is so important. And I think all of you who have kids can agree that that is a critical time of development. So and, you know, this is segueing into why I think that endocrine and hormonal system is also so important because of that development and to make sure that you know, even zero to five, but also all the way up until, you know, puberty and through puberty up until, you know, whatever, 20 years old, give or take, that, you know, the growth hormone while they're preteens and, and, you know, children, the growth hormone is, is important for every single body system, right? And we obviously want them fully developed in all areas, but also in puberty, you know, and so, you know, I'm just throwing the reproductive um, body system in there as well, just because the ovaries and the testes are also creating hormones as well. And those are also very important for development too. Now, when it comes into the category of 20 years old to 50 years old, the all, again, all of the same, you know, body systems do need to be there, but I actually would put, um, a couple of them as a as more of a priority and I would actually say muscular strength at least in the sense of fitness because I do believe that every every everybody needs fitness throughout their lives but I think that certain types of fitness can be prioritized over others just depending on where you're at in life and I would say that muscular strength is is probably the best time between 20 and 50 years of age because this is where people are usually at their, they, they work the hardest around around this time, right? Men, a lot of men have a physically um, laborious job um, and women, you know, may have children during this time. And so you're moving around, you're lifting, you're bending, you're you're working or you're you're helping people move and you're you're doing all these things that do i think require a lot more um, muscular strength but also the other one that i would put as more of a priority would be the endocrine system as well and because this is also the time of life that we're you know really stressed out and we start paying bills and uh you know you know we buy a house or we get married or we, and we have kids and so all of those things, um, it's very important to make sure that our endocrine system and, and hormones are, are balanced correctly. And, you know, keep in mind that a lot of what you eat, I, I would say, to a very large degree, is going to affect your, your hormones as well. So, uh, and then the, the last category of 50 and plus 
again, from a fitness standpoint, I, I would actually put um, joint health as the most important. So having the 50 and plus um, population to focus more so on moving their joints through full ranges of motion, through stretching, um, and just, you know, moving their joints all together to make sure that they don't stiffen up. Because this, you know, the 20 to 50, that's when you were really beating up your body. You were doing a lot of things that required strength and a, and a lot of stamina. And you know what? It, we all age and it starts to catch up, I think, around 50. Now, I would hope for you it, it's much later than that, but it it does start to, people, I think, start to feel it around here. And um, so joint health, joint health is really, really important. And the other one I would say is cardio, cardiovascular, cardiopulmonary. So the cardiovascular system in the lungs, I think that that's also really important for, for older people as well, because that will keep them moving, that will keep their blood flowing, that will keep them warm, that will keep nutrients flowing through their bodies, um, which obviously you you know, you need nutrients. And, um, you know, when, when you get into this category, we see a lot more, well, we see more of a, a tendency to have vitamin and mineral deficiencies. Now, yes, we, you know, we could talk about the digestive system and, you know, it's their digestive system that maybe is not processing these, these things correctly. But I, I think that digestive health needs to be across the board, for every season of life. And so that's kind of a given. But, um, you know, specifically the cardiopulmonary, uh, if we're assuming that, you know, the 50 and plus generation is eating well and digesting properly, uh, that the, the cardiovascular aspect of it is making sure that those nutrients are getting to where they need to be. Um, and that they can still move around and then they can still enjoy their grandkids or they can go for a long hike once they're retired or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and then also for the nervous system, right? So, so making sure that that blood flow is not um, impeded, you know, no blood clots, no, um, you know, nothing, nothing like that so that they can be free of cardiovascular disease, you know, strokes or heart attacks or anything like that, but also to nourish the nervous system, right, to make sure that they're getting the adequate amount of blood flow to their brain um, and to their organs and everywhere else. So that's just a little snippet of my thoughts, and I thought maybe I would share with you guys and just give you a different perspective, as always. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to email me, katie at betterhumansproject.com. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate all of you. And this is Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project.